You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Oh, one of our favorite times today. We're going to line them up here. Joe O, Joe G, getting you set for the day in Major League Baseball. We're right here on the on BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Coming up in just about 20 minutes, Jimmy Patsos, our Odyssey NBA insider, on all the basketball with the conference finals making a big shift this weekend. And uh, later this hour, we'll get you set for the NFC West and look ahead to a fascinating division. But, Joe, we got ourselves a lot of baseball to talk about from the weekend and now looking forward here. Um, big picture from the weekend, White Sox continue to struggle. Giants take two out of three against Oakland, which is was an interesting big series. And you mentioned earlier the Red Sox swept the Yankees. People keep waiting for the Yankees to kind of wake up. Joe, they, their run differential is still under it's, – it's still negative. The Yankees' run differential is negative as we almost reached yeah. the midway point. The Yankees aren't good. Like, stop waiting. Yeah, they're not good. Stop waiting. Like, yeah, the sample size of a few months. I think we know enough. And, and the Yankees are not good enough. And we talked about the home runs that we saw. This is going to be a, setting up for what I think will be a thrilling home run race. And speaking of home run races, I don't know if you're much of a derby guy. We've got a few names. Awesome story. Love to see that Trey Mancini is going to be part of this. Yeah, I missed all last year with uh, colon cancer. Came back, is able to play this year. It is great. I, you know, baseball has a problem always where they can't get everyone they want to go in the home run derby. Otani's going to go. Pete Alonso's going to go. Guerrero Jr. said no. So, like, once you have a big hole like that where you're missing a guy you want, there's a lot of ways you could you could go here. And, I, you know, yeah. obviously you can't put someone, someone in that it's ridiculous. But right? if Trey Mancini had one home run, this story probably doesn't fit, doesn't work. But he is a power hitter. It is Coors Field. It's a great story. I love it. I love that he's in this home run derby. Uh, kind of under the radar, but another sweep worth noting. Milwaukee Brewers take care of business. They were supposed to win that series. They did just that. They've won now five games in a row, and uh, they have a big series coming up against the Cubs. Yeah, we can start there as we line them up for today's games. And we'll get to the Hector Santiago thing and just our, our thoughts on what's going to happen here moving forward. As Santiago yesterday was the first pitcher to get uh, you know, basically hit and taken out of the game, he'll get suspended for the sticky stuff. But you said that that game tonight, between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Chicago Cubs, first place in the NL Central. This is about, Joe, as big of a you know, late June, right as we get close to July 4th series as you're going to get. It's Kyle Hendricks, Freddie Peralta, the starters tonight on the mound. I haven't seen the Peralta K prop yet, but I'm looking for it. When I do, I'll, I'll be looking to take that because we know the Cubs will strike out. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's big. Hi- highest of the day. Um, well, yeah, I mean, think about yesterday. Cubs coming off a 13 strikeout game against Kershaw yesterday. So whatever mm-hmm. Kershaw's was yesterday, if you took it, you won because it obviously wasn't 13 and a half. He, he dominated yesterday. 
Look, the, the last time we talked about, talked about the Cubs was Friday. They were coming off of the combined no-hitter against the Dodgers. Well, things <laughs> changed in three days. They got blasted out of Los Angeles last three days, and the Dodgers restored order. Look, this is – I know these teams are close enough to the wild card, you know, the Giants and the Padres and the Dodgers. So as this summer goes on, I believe it's going to end up three West teams and one Central team. So these games matter even more. Look at this total of seven. Low. Seven. Brewers minus 145 favorites. The reason the total is seven, Kyle Hendricks has a long positive history against the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers, large sample size, last 164 at-bats. They're hitting only 220 against them, 40 Ks, 10 walks. But Peralta has a lot of success against the Cubs, 68 at-bats. They're hitting 191 against them. Uh, Both pitchers have are allowing an OPS of sub 600 here. Um, yeah, so that's why you have your total of seven. It's so, tough to go under yeah. at a number like that. It is. But but neither of these offenses score against these opposing starting pitchers. No, and I do love Peralta, but here's what worries me about the number eight and a half. Okay, we're getting to the middle innings, fifth inning, sixth inning, seventh inning. It's a one nothing game, a 2-1 game, whatever. It's low scoring. Craig Council, the manager for the Brewers, needs offense. He might have to pinch hit and get Peralta out of this game. It, you know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about that hook, Joe. And it, it's six innings. He has eight strikeouts, one run allowed. It's a tie game. And I'm going to sit in there watching tonight as Craig Council goes to the pinch hitter. I'm going to scream. So I, I'm going to stay away from that one, even though I love the Peralta K props. Uh, since everyone in Major League Baseball heard about what they were going to do, um, was that last Tuesday? He had 10. He had 10 when they against, were checking him. But that was against the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Cubs struck out a lot, too. Oh, I know. They as do. you know, uh, six, six, and nine. Uh, the nine was against the Diamondbacks. So good point there. <laughs> that's been his team. So that's a big series tonight. Um, and yes, the under is very low. So the other big one tonight, Joe, not so much, uh, I would say, for the, the what we thought it would be in this division, but just the White Sox have been struggling. That's a good matchup tonight. It's Kenta Maeda. It's Lucas Giolito. Are the White Sox going to wake up here? I mean, I, I, I just, I've decided a month ago they're going to win this division, yet, you know, they really haven't pulled away with the injuries to the Indians pitching. You know, you take Bieber out of there. You take Savali out of there, I would have said, oh, you know, they're going to be up 10 games by now, or at least, you know, five, six, seven games. This is, it's still not wrapped yet. No, no, I don't feel good about this. Uh oh. So I took the White Sox as my survivor pick this week. I need them to go four and three. They have seven games, seven games. I, the way the offense is not performing right now, I don't feel terrific. As far as this matchup, Giolito against Maeda. It's interesting. He's had success against some of the lineup. Other parts of the lineup have absolutely crushed him. Uh, the, the Twins are hitting only 220 against Giolito, but Nelson Cruz has four homers and 23 at-bats. He's hitting almost 400 against him. Max Kepler has three homers and 27 at-bats, but you also have guys like Sano who uh, have 11 strikeouts and no walks and 27 at-bats. So... There are parts of this lineup that have gotten to Giolito in the past. What's interesting is you look right now at the money line on this game, other than the Rockies Pirates, which who cares? It's the Rockies Pirates. I mean, we, we, we've all taken the Pirates before in this show, so we're not above it. But other than that game, this is the smallest number for any favorite on the money line today. Only minus 124. The White Sox at home against a bad team. The Twins are bad. It's down to 124. Down to 124 in points bet. I mean, that's... People are betting on the Twins this morning. Yeah, it's a pretty small number for a first place versus a bad team. That 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 jumped out at me right away. Just something's going on there. And if I mean, if you think the White Sox are about to turn it around and Giolito is going to be fine, 
you, I mean, you're not going to get many better numbers on Giolito all year long. That's pretty good. Yeah. Giolito hasn't been Giolito, though. No, we're still we're still waiting on that to happen. Uh, his strikeout prop is at seven and a half. I lost uh, in the hook last week with Giolito, by the way, in, in Pittsburgh. Seven, yeah. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. They strike out a ton, had seven. I'd look at the under, if anything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Joe, let's go to tonight. A big series. I wish it was more than two games. I hate. Have you noticed this year? There's been more two game series, like little little yeah. two game pops. I, I don't what like that. Yeah, I don't know. But you feel like you're into the series and then it's over. So a big one tonight, but one that will be over tomorrow is the Giants. After a uh, two out of three over the A's over the weekend, they go to Los Angeles. Now it's interesting because I look at the Giants roster and my first thought is they probably do better against lefties. I know they did last year. This year it hasn't been the same. They've been better against righties. So they don't get Kershaw in this series who they hit last time. He pitched yesterday. They're going to get, I believe Bueller and uh, Bauer tonight, Bauer tomorrow. Right. It's Bauer tonight. So, so I mean, the Dodgers are throwing their best. I believe it's day Sclafani tonight for the Giants. And then it's Gosman tomorrow. So, I mean, these are pretty good matchups. Each team throwing at least two of their best three, if not their best two, in this series. And these are big games. I mean, look at you look at right tonight. Dave Sclafani, the one thing about this that's interesting, Joe, he's faced the Dodgers twice this year. If you take out his bad start against the Dodgers, Anthony Dave Sclafani, I believe he gave up 10 runs in three or four innings. If mm-hmm. you take that out, the guy's pitched like an under two ERA all year. He's been amazing. But that one start was against the Dodgers. And that's got to give pause because – they're the one team that has crushed them. Yeah, that that's what's giving me pause here. Now, teams have gotten a Bauer. They have taken him deep this year. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, worth considering tonight with San Francisco. Di Sclafani having a terrific over, overall season. But he's also struggled a bit going back to last season against this Dodgers lineup. Last 74 at-bats are hitting 338, 417 on base, 924 OPS. So... In most scenarios, I would say, hey, I, I want to jump on San Francisco, the season they're having, a uh, plus money, big plus money too, underdog, but I'm a little scared off by De Sclafani's history against the Dodgers. Yeah, and, and the odds are you know, not believing in De Sclafani. I, I would go to last week, I believe we, we broke down how, and one of us on the show, I think, took the Giants that night as an underdog. It was Andrew Heaney last week for the Angels against De Sclafani. And looked at the numbers, you're like, man, De Sclafani's been better this year. You look at the numbers in this matchup, like Dave Sclafani's ERA and Bowers are not that dissimilar that they should be. I mean, look at the look at the money line in this game. It's minus one seventy nine Dodgers. The the Giants are plus one sixty four. They have fifty mm-hmm. wins. Yet, despite that, I I, I, I do we have take, to just take the Giants just because they're that big of an underdog here? Division yeah, game first team to fifty wins at plus one sixty four. <laughs> I mean, it's I feel like every day we're looking at. It and, it's funny how we, we waited for a couple of weeks for the market in terms of World Series futures to correct on the Giants, and it kind of started to have it has now a little bit. Not game to game though. Game to no. game, we were like, nah, I don't see it, and then they win because they're they're still waiting on the big losing run to happen, right? If they, and it will happen. They'll have a bad month, like yeah. get, like any other team. But I don't believe they lost three in a row, maybe maybe once all season. Like it, I keep waiting for it too, just to even things out in this division. 
and it hasn't happened yet. Joe, let me throw a couple more. I do like it, uh, you. And these are these are games only only our audience would love. Uh, uh, with, with bad pitchers, right? Yes. You knocked out all the games with, yes. with notable pitchers. So that's uh, stink. Last week, I was all in on a bunch of overs, and, and I got one right now that, that's just jumping at me, Joe. Okay. Phillies-Reds. This is a makeup game from last month, right in the beginning of June. They were trying to play this game. It got rained out. It's nine and a half, which is a big number. You look at the pitching matchup in this game, and on one side, it looks pretty good. Wade Miley. On the other side, it's Spencer Howard for the Phillies. Howard has been abysmal. They moved him from the rotation, bullpen. They don't know what they're doing with them. He can mop up duty. He's getting a start today. He's not major league caliber right now, Joe. The first time through the order he is, and then it just goes bad fast. Faster than I've ever seen. And Miley's been good, but that Reds bullpen, they're all on the IL. And the Phillies usually will take pitches. They'll rack up pitches. If they could get Miley out of this game after five or six and get into the Reds bullpen, the Reds are already going to have five or six on the board. Then the Phillies can catch up, get you over nine and a half. I like the over in this game. A lot of runs. A team total for Cincinnati at home is five. Feels like an over. Yeah. The Phillies will be in their bullpen in the third inning. This is not. It's going to be a long night. Do you, you feel better about Cincinnati over five or game total over nine and a half? Yeah, probably Cincinnati over five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a 6-4 kind of game it feels like you, you hit both, but that that's the kind of game I'm feeling. Spencer Howard is just the weirdest thing. I mean, you've, we've all seen pitchers like this with the bullpen, starter, starter, bullpen. They don't know what to do with him. He's a Joe, he's a relief pitcher. First inning, he's amazing. 95. Next inning he comes out there, he throws 91. It's over. It's crazy. He's a reliever. Yeah, I would look at that Reds team total. That makes a lot of sense how you set that one up. Getting to the Phillies bullpen, middle of the game, might get ugly. Joe, let me give you one more that's interesting, just the number. And I think you took the Royals on a money line one of those days last week, getting plus money. Royals plus 122 when I saw it this morning in Fenway against the Red Sox. Seems like a big mismatch on paper. Danny Duffy pitching. ERA's under two this year. And if you look at Garrett Richards, the starter for the Red Sox, if you look at his numbers since the uh, the notice went out about the sticky stuff, mm. it has fallen off a cliff. 6.95 ERA. He has almost as many walks as strikeouts in the last month. I mean, he has been among the most hittable pitchers in baseball. I don't think the Royals are terrible. When I see Duffy out there on plus 122, I'm, I'm liking the Royals on the money lines that I did in Fenway. Maybe a little letdown after the Yankees leave town? Okay. Richard's superb in uh, his history against the Royals lineup. That makes a lot of sense. And he's got such a low strikeout rate. Last outing, he was pulled in the second. Yep. Man, you're right. He's given up uh, four earned runs, five or six runs last uh, last few outings here. It could be a pretty good fade. Pretty good fade with Richards here. Fade the Red Sox, Joe. Does mm. anyone else get thrown out? Today? I will. I will say the lineups that he's faced are among some of the best recently. Tampa, Atlanta, Toronto, Houston to yes. start the month off. The Yankees. That's tough sliding there. It is right, and the Royals should be a little bit easier. But again, they're not a team that strikes out a bunch. They're, they're a sneaky, decent lineup. Kansas City. They will put the ball in play. Joe, yesterday we mentioned earlier, Hector Santiago was the first pitcher to get thrown out. Yeah. Is this going to be a uh, a trend as guys try to sneak it in? Or is uh, is Hector a one-off that he just he just is a goof? Uh, that's a, I don't know. How, how are players reacting to this? Are they laughing about it? Or are they kind of nudging each other saying, hey, no playing around, man. We, right. we don't want to get on that list. We don't want to get tossed. And it's a free agent year. And is there going to be a team that says, I don't want any part of you? We, we don't need that bad press for an average starting pitcher. 
It's a great question. We're going to talk to Tony Gwynn about this. Tony Gwynn Jr. is going to join us next hour. He's uh, one of our Odyssey MLB insiders. Insider Call is presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. I am excited to talk to Tony Gwynn Jr. We haven't had a chance to talk to him, at least you know, you and I together on this show yet. He's great on the Padres games. And, and man, he gets to watch Fernando Tatis Jr. every single day. That, that's a privilege. Look at the division he gets to watch every single day. It's amazing. We'll find out from him if he thinks there's going to be all three teams making it. You know what he has and the NL West has, which we haven't had in baseball in a while just because the way the playoff system is set up? A true, like, in-season pennant race that seems to matter. Right? It it seems like it's been 20-something years since we had one that really mattered. Because, Joe, I feel like 20 years ago, teams started to realize, like, hey, if I make the playoffs as a wild card, I still get in with five games. Is it that big of a deal? Like, this one matters. Because two teams have to play in a one-game playoff. Hey, we're one month away from the trade deadline. And we addressed it earlier because of the White Sox poor run right now. Nothing is done. That's a a two-and-a-half game lead in the AL Central, the division that most people thought was already a wrap. It's going to be great. Joe O, Joe G, Jimmy Patzos next on all of the NBA playoff action. I'm Becky Weldale.